Das Devunis Simen Vav, Section 6. Okay, we're going to start with a story. Or as my seventh grade Rebbe would say, let me tell you my sit. Tell you a story. So about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I was teaching, um, I was teaching at a school or a yeshiva for at-risk students. And this yeshiva was actually known as one of the most miyuchis yeshivas, one of the yeshivas with the best pedigreed students coming from coming from very uh, prestigious people at Rosh Yeshivas, etc. So, anyhow, I was studying the Ramchal. <clears throat> I was studying the Ramchal with a Chavrusa, young man, and we were studying these very things, and we were actually learning Derech Hashem, the way of God, and... <clears throat> I discussed that in depth in that book compared to this book in our first episode. Anyhow, it was covering similar topics. And later on, another another young man wanted to speak with me about why the world has to be the way it is and why things have to be difficult and things like that. And I gave him some answers directly and he said what he said i said what i said i can say i don't really need to go into details but the point is is i answered him but the point is is afterwards i felt i felt a lot of regret um even though i i I think i answered him correctly but i felt regret and the reason why is because when a young man you know say 19 years old a bacher is coming to you and asking these questions that are deep questions he was asking deep questions. Um, you know, it's not it's not just for the intellectual reason. It's because it's be, what I wish I would have said. I wish I would have asked him. You know, what happened? You know, what what happened that you're so upset about and you want to talk about it? Because because if we don't empathize first when we ask questions like. You know, why did the Holocaust happen and, and why is my life so dis- difficult and and why did I have to be a, abused, uh, Rahman al-Islam, God forbid? These these are questions that require, um, and you can answer them intellectually, and we will, but these are questions that require empathy first. And this is really actually driven home. I'm, I'm studying CBT course. I'm a therapist also. And the Dr. Burns from Feeling Good, he says, he says like part of the main ingredient of the therapy is before you get into discussing or analyzing the cognitive distortions a person's having, how his thinking is inaccurate, etc. He first needs empathy. You first need to really listen and be there with the person. So... <clears throat> This is also, I'm sorry, I should have mentioned first, my Rosh Kolel, Rabbi uh, Daniel Yaakov Travis, of, and my wife co-authored a book with him called Yedidya, you know, okay, look at yedidyabook.com to see about that. But he said this too. He said, 
you know, when when difficulties happen, we say Ovid. So everything that Hashem did, he did it for the good. So <clears throat> okay, but he said that's your attitude that you have to have. But if somebody comes to you, a friend or somebody that's dependent on you, or whoever, student, whatever it may be, and they come and they ask you, uh, and they have these problems, they have some problem. So you don't just say, you don't just respond, oh, well, everything that Hashem does is for the good. He says you have to empathize with that person. That's your job in that place. So so before before we can really hear these, these answers, before we can hear these answers, you know, from the Ramchal and other holy teachers, before we can hear them, we have to like be emotionally receptive, really. We have to at least maybe empathize with ourselves. We have to say, you know what? These are questions that are that are fair to have. It's 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 normal and natural to be put off by you know negativity and tragedy in the world and in our own lives, and accept that. And then from that place of acceptance in ourselves, and hopefully. Um, you know, trust in, in Hashem and God, then we can start being able to absorb and process the answers. That it, that makes it possible. Okay, so enough. That's the story. And we ended last episode just finishing the what, what it is that the neshama, the soul, which uh, aspects of the 13 main principles of faith that she couldn't uh, process well. Like she believed them, but she doesn't, she doesn't uh, have them settled to understand how they work. So those were divine providence, reward and punishment, um, the coming of the Messiah and the resurrection. Uh, so she wants to have them understood. She wants to understood how they work, what they are, what's the, why are they necessary, etc. <clears throat> so now we are on section six. Um, what's it called? Ois vav, okay. Simon vav, amar asechol. Mahu miskashalach b'zeh. So what? What is causing you problems here? What is causing you problems uh, about these things? So that was Vav. So the Amra and Neshama, the Neshama says back in Zion, the big events <coughs> that are occurring, you know, kind of revolutions that happen in the world, you have these big events that come about and they seem the opposite of divine providence. Okay, in other words, what about the Holocaust? See, that, this is what, what she's asking. And certainly, I don't see where what, what's going on. Where are these things going with this? What does God want with His creations? <clears throat> where is He leading him towards? What's going to be the end of all this? He says, <clears throat> the actions of Hashem, the actions of God seem to be so huge 
that no, that no mind can contain them and uh, see what's going on. But you see, Roisa, I would want Shatilam Daini Derechishar Lahavin Yosha and Yanama Ela. I want you to teach me a straight path so I can understand how where these things are going. Mibilti not to Simino small. I want a straight path so I won't go left or right, so I won't diverge from the truth. Okay, so the Seichel says back, Ches, the intellect says back. But there's very difficult and deep things here, like Tzadik Viraloi. Tzadik Viraloi is a righteous person, and bad things happen to him. Rasha Vitoivloi, a wicked person, and good things happen to him. These things, these matters, have been difficult for the greatest of wise people and prophets, and even uh, Moses, our teacher, because since they are impossible to comprehend, it's impossible to be on the level to get these things. Now, at this point, actually, I asked, I was learning this with Rav Moshe Wolpen. And already at this point, I said, what do you mean? Like in Derech Hashem, other places, you know, the, the basic structure of why bad things happen to good people is laid out, and we'll see it. Actually, we'll see it in the continuing of the book. And so the question is, you know, what what do you mean that Moshe Rabbeinu can't get them? Okay, so that's what I asked for Moshe Wolpen. So Moshe Wolpen said back, he said, that's true, but you can only understand, and this is also going to be in this the book, what he said, really. He said, that's true, a little foreshadowing. That's true, but what you can understand is the main principles. You can't understand the details. So Moshe Rabbeinu was saying that Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand how to apply, how to apply all these general principles into details. That he couldn't do. That's like infinite and beyond. But we can understand some basic principles of how everything works. Okay. So meanwhile, what the Seichel just said is like, hey, that's really tough stuff. <laughs> okay, that's a tall order. So tests nine. Amra neshama. So the soul says back. Pratim shaloi ucha Here's what she says. The details which I can't understand. Those I will leave off. But the but the you uh, biyadi yisharim. But the general principles; those will be straight in my hand. Sheeda al kol panim, etzav esvar yishar b'chol reichav dara ela. So at least I'll know a good etzav is a bad advice. Uh, uh, um, it's a better than advice to translate in this point. I, I can't think of a better word than advice, but within the context, there must be visvara and logic, straight logic, and all the 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 uh, breadth of these things here. So again, you already see he's talking about klolim and not details, and that's actually what <coughs> what these wise people f- from before they understood the the main details, like they're. They didn't understand the, the general principles well enough to apply them. If you can't apply something, then you're missing the full, <clears throat> the full hasoga, the full grasp of it. 
And then she says, So what my ability to comprehend, my, my, here, she, she describes it, what my knowledge can't comprehend. In other words, what the faculty, we describe this also, I think, in one and two, the faculty of Das is the faculty of the mind that can bring the comprehension into clear um, clear perspective and and it, it kind of, what's the word I'm looking for it in I can't think of it brings it inside okay that's the dust it makes it real for you okay so that faculty can't grasp it so if I can't grasp it in that way I'm me loyalmore it's not on the the uh, work is not on you to complete. That is a paraphrasing a Mishnah in Avos in Ethics of Her Father. It's not upon you to finish the work. It's just for you to do your job. <clears throat> and her job is to understand as much as she can. Next Yud. So so the Seichel is going to start. Approaching this already, the intellect. So we understand that Hashem established His world according to Mishpat, His justice. And He runs things with a straight and and reliable, we'll call it, and. Uh, trustworthy kind of um, justice, right? That you'll see for sure. There's no doubt in that. As testifies the uh, faithful shepherd. It's faithful. Nemon is faithful. Faithful shepherd, who is Moses. Hatsur tamim kikol drach of mishpat. Hatsur Tamim Paloi, he called the Rock of Mishpat. The Rock, his actions are uh, pure, whole. He called Rock of Mishpat because all his actions are with justice. Kel Amuna Ve'ein Avo. He is a God of faith. He's a faithful God, and there is no, and in him is no wrong. Tzadik V'yashavu. He is righteous and straight. Okay, so 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 you see, I mean, he's reaffirming, right? He's reaffirming that the Shama said, okay, there's got to be some, there's got to be some explanation for all this, and so I'll, I'll seek to understand as much as I can. And so the intellect says, yeah, there is an explanation because we know for sure that Hashem always does the right thing, right? Basically, everything's with justice. So Yud Aleph says the Neshama. This this the straightness of this justice, and the depth of this uh, again adv advice is a bad word, but the depth of this information guidance ah there we are guidance maybe that's it's complete and perfect that you mentioned. That's what I'm desiring to hear from you. 
Be'er Hetiv fully explained Dover, <coughs> got a good explanation, Dover al Burio. Each thing on its own base fully explained. Okay, so once again, we've just repeated the questions really. We spelled out what the problem is. The, schar, the problem with Scharva Einish and Hashkocha and all these things is, is there's so much going on in the world. And all the stuff in the world doesn't seem like it's matching up with Hashem's goodness. And we don't know where it's even going, where he's going with it. So, so what can we do with that? <clears throat> what can we do with that? So the Seichel says, don't worry. We're going we're gonna to start explaining this because you're right. It has to be, <clears throat> it has to be that, that God's only doing the right thing. And that the path of creation and where everything is going to is right and good. So let's get busy understanding these things. Okay, the next Friedland, or Friedler gives all these uh, headings. I might use them a little bit, but let's just skip it for now. Some of the some of this farm actually the just to let you know. The link that I gave you to PDF is is a version of Dostavunas with a Pirish, an explanation. I'm not, um, I've never learned that Pirish. I just found it in uh, in a program with different various farm. But the reason I put that up there is because I did check and he uses the same numbering system. He doesn't give the same headings, but he uses the same numbering system. So it's a great text for us to use because we can stay on the same page. So when I say we're on Simon Yud Bays, it's the same in that. It's number 12 over there, too. I don't know why I'm translating 12, because it's Yud Bays. And if you don't know that, you don't need the text. But whatever. Okay, <laughs> Yud Bays. We're up to Yud Bays. Amar HaSeichel. Achma Shetzarech Levar The first thing we need to clarify, who in Yenimetziah Adam is the existence of man. The Ha'avaida Hamutelis Alav. And the service, the work, which is incumbent on him, the stuff he needs to do, what he needs to do. There's the existence of a person and what, what he needs to do. Ladas Mahuatachlis Hanirzibicholzeks. So you need that to know what the purpose of What's the desired purpose of all this? Becholzois means like the whole world, like what's going on. So before you can know what the whole world is about, you need to know what's going on with the person and what it is that he's supposed to be doing exactly. <clears throat> Makes sense, right? Okay, good. Yud Gimel. So Amra Neshama, the soul says, Zevadai Inyan Shemavakish Inyan Harbe. This is certainly a matter which requires a lot of investigation. To understand it at its root uh, with all of its different aspects. Okay. says it's a big deal, she says. So, Yudalit, Amara Seichel says, The first foundation on which the whole structure stands, who is? The Ratsana Elyon desire. What does that mean? The, the, uh, 
Rutzenalian desire. I'm, I'm going to give you some extra information that you won't see on the page. Rutzenalian. <clears throat> so, why does it say Rutzenalian? Why doesn't it say Hashem wanted? So he's putting a little distance here because I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but maybe I didn't. But anything that we're, we're dealing with in terms of what Hashem did or what Hashem wanted or what he desired or we said that or what he loves, what he doesn't love, all these things, how he did things. He did this. He did that. So there's some basic uh, there's a basic principle that that God does not change and that God has no physicality. And that God is everything. So when you have these principles, it's hard for him to think about, oh, he did this to something else, or or he even thought, because that's a separate, to think is something separate from your, or, or at least not separate, but it gives you different portions, or it breaks up, it gives divisions into the, to the essence of what a person is. When I'm thinking, so thinking is one faculty, it's not the other, so that means I'm, I'm lacking unity, right? So it's it's important to understand. It's important to understand that the that God Himself, like the true root, so to speak, of the ultimate. When when we talk about that, okay, we'll just say God. God is not comprehensible in any way. He doesn't even really have a name in a certain way. We, he just uses he uh, he attributes a name to Himself. But it's, it's impossible to even think about God because once you think, you're saying there's him and there's me and I'm thinking about that. That already makes some sort of division. So when we say God created this modality or we'll call it modality right now, this action of wanting that he uses in order to relate to the world, that aspect, that aspect Wanted. If you want to know, like the Kabbalistic lashon, it's keser. Okay, the 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 keser or atik yoyimin or whatever you want to call it that he created, that wanted, that aspect wanted, the as the aspect and modality of wanting. That's what wanted. So that's what he's saying here. Okay, isn't that nice? There. Now you know. Okay. So sharatza. <laughs> no, because it's so important. It's so important to understand. That the real reality is, is you can't understand God. He's created ways for us to relate to him. Okay. <clears throat> and that's one of those things is, is a rutzen. So rutzen, a rutzen, it wanted that a human being should complete himself and uh, all of the universe, bishvilei, for a shep. Okay, Hashem says, I want you to complete yourself and hold the world. Vizet, <coughs> that's the directive. That is tikkun oilam, right? Rectifying the world. Vizet atzmoi yia schusoi vizcharoi. That itself will be his merit and his reward. It will be his reason for getting a reward and the reward itself. Okay. So I'm going to finish reading this, and then I will explain it more. What it means? It means the reason and the reward itself. is because you find that he's like really involved and working hard to 
get this perfection. And when he gets it, when he grasps this perfection, so then he will only be enjoying what was from his own hard work and his own portion from all of his what he did. And the schara, his his reward, what he's getting out of this, he's gonna be perfected. And because he is perfected, he will be able to enjoy the pleasure of its goodness forever and ever. Okay. So <clears throat> just to, to break this down, what's his merit and his uh, reward. So normally when you work, this is what he's pointing out, the Kiddush of the, the novel thing of, of this is normally when you work, um, like say in our world, a regular, regular. So I build a website, you know, somebody paid me to build a website and what happens? I build it and then they give me, you know, a number of thousand dollars, right? So what did I get? I worked hard and that gave me a, a schus. That means now you should get something. So what do I get? I get money. So, <clears throat> so that's, uh, that's not the same thing as the website. However, let's say I'm a small business owner and I work really hard and I finish the website. Oh, so now I have a website. So, so it's like, it's like, let's say I paid myself and I did a tax write-off, whatever. Like, I don't know. The point, if I hire myself, I hired myself. Yeah. So the reward I get for telling myself, be a good boy and make the website. And then I were talking about the website is I have a website and all whatever the benefits that might do for me. Okay, so that's, that's the understanding. So let's plug it, plug it in. <clears throat> What's the analog? That was the analogy. The person, God gave a directive. He said, man, I want you, man, I want you to fix yourself. You need to rectify the problems that you have and that the world has. And when you do that, you know what? You're gonna be rewarded. What's the reward that now you're now that you're perfected and the very fact that you're perfected is what's going to allow you to enjoy um, being close to God forever. OK, that, that perfection is exactly what you're enjoying. All right. Next. Tesvav is 15 of Tesvav. Sorry, I'm running Shama. So Neshama says, <clears throat> This foundation, this uh, made principle, um, includes a lot of different angles. I'm waiting to hear what you're going to build on this foundation. Because then I will retroactively be able to see what's included in this yisoy. Okay, it's interesting. What he's saying is, is once you <clears throat> once you see what what's able to come out of something, then you could see it's what's in there in potential. Okay, you you know what's fully there. He's saying, okay, I see your. She's saying is, I see what you're saying. Obviously, it's not so hard. I just explained it, but. 
in the end when you like build up on your on the structure logically what's going on then i'll see like whoa what's really going on but there's one question i'm gonna ask first in general is there a reason that the Ratzana Elyon, I said the higher will, wanted, we went into that, wanted with this thing, this idea of the perfection of the world, okay? Now, I want to point out, it says Tom. So Tom is reason, but Tom is also, there's a, it's a, a synonym. Tom also means taste. So I think it's important that that's, that's really what it means here. It, it's not that you know exactly what the reason is. Even after, you know, the, the highest level of godliness that we can even talk about that isn't really God himself that he created to function with us is will. <clears throat> okay, so on that level, we can't even under, really understand what that wants, okay? At least we can start talking about it a little bit. We can say Ratza, Ratzanelian that that Ratzanelian wanted. <clears throat> but it's still something that's completely beyond our universe. It's the source, 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 source of creation. So it's beyond our, our comprehension. It, it creates concepts in the way that we understand them. Okay, so obviously you can't understand something if you're using concepts that it's creating for you. Hello? Right. So when it says Tom, I mean, is there anything that we can hang on to that kind of makes sense for us, right? So, and the, and the question is, is there any Torah type of reason? Why would God go ahead and create people and, and want them to get the reward and all that? Like, why do that? So, I mean, he's perfect. He doesn't need anything. So, like, why would he do that? So, test sign. Amar Asechel. Hatam Poshit. It's a simple reason. Hutali Bitshuvas Sheila Cheres. And it's dependent on the answer to a different question. Shehi, lama ratza haboyri baruch nivroi, nivroi. Why did Hashem, the creator, blessed be he, want to create created beings? Why is that, okay, you know, that's the source. You know, he wants to make a man. And that, why did he want the, the beings in the first place? So, Yud Zion says the Neshama, Toshiv Ato Lecha Vili Milsir Deshavle Tavayu. Okay, answer for you and for me, something that will answer both these questions. <coughs> okay, because he just said the answers depend on this one. So once you know that answer, you, answer, you know the answer to both. So, so shoot, he says. Yud Ches Amar what we are able to comprehend, again, as I mentioned, is there's some sort of thing that we can comprehend, not this the whole deal. And here it is. That, that Hashem Yispar, God, is the ultimate good. Okay? So we're, this is also going to need more explanation. It's good that I already gave you a preface. So the the uh, a main 
part of being good, you know, the law of being good is to get to do good. That's what something that's good does. That's how you know it's good, is it's doing good. Or a person or an entity will say, That is what Hashem wanted. He wanted to create creations in order to benefit them, to do good. Because if there's nobody to get the good, then there's not possible to do any good. The Emnam. Okay, the Emnam Kideshitiya Hatova Shlema, in order for that good to be complete and perfect good, Yada he knew with his higher with his high wisdom, he knew that it's appropriate or necessary for the people receiving that they receive it with their as a result of their own effort the toil of their hands it says ki az you haim bali who then they will be owners of this toiv velo yishar lahem boishis panim bekabolam hatoiv and then they won't have any shame in in receiving this toiv there will be no shame like somebody who receives charity from another person. In Yerushalmi, Orla, Perak Aleph, Blacha Gimel, Man, it's quoted in Taisus also, Man de Achel de Lav Delay, Bois Lestakule Baape. Somebody who's eating from, from what isn't his, okay, he is embarrassed. Of looking the person in the face who gave it to him. So what is the, uh, the Shama has no problem with this. You test that Thomas Yasha That makes sense to me. Okay, now moving on. Okay, so she's quick, right? She's quick. Um. Uh-huh. So this this actually is not so so simple. There's a lot, a lot to talk about this, and I did wanna, I did want to explain at least the first part. Um, yeah, I did want to give, you know, before we we understand the whole idea of not being embarrassed and earning and this and that, I just want to point again that it says here that Hashem is good, okay, and therefore He needs to do good, and that's why He has to create. Okay, so God doesn't have to do anything, okay? It's back to what we've been saying, that he's created this modality of being good. That's how he, he manifests himself in this world. So, but he, he chose to do that, <clears throat> okay? So we're just coming afterwards when we're in this universe and we look up and we say, well, what's the reason for this world? So what we're able to perceive against the time, what we're able to, to perceive is that is that everything was created because he's good and he's manifesting that okay so i just want to start off with that i always mention that now as we're going into as we're going into the to the reason there's the reason why and he, he kind of like tacks this on the end he wants to do right he wants to do good he wants to do good because he's good so he creates stuff to be good 
He says, so why is it that the person has to complete himself? Okay, why does he ask him to complete himself? And then the schus, and we said the schus and the schar is the same. The merit and the reward is the same. Why? Because if he doesn't do that and he doesn't get that reward on his own work, so then it won't be it won't be complete good. He it won't be as happy as he could be if he made it himself. Okay, that's the simple, simple. Okay. So there's questions on this, there's answers, numerous answers. There's my answer. There's my answer to explain how all the numerous answers are really the same. So there's a lot to do on this. There's a lot to do. So I think that we are clearly going to save for next time. And I guess we can title the next one, Why Does It Have to Be So Hard? <laughs> right? Why does it have to be so hard? Okay, thank you very much. All the best. This has been a shear on Sefer Das Tevunas with Rabbi Shmuel Yosef Elminger. Thanks for listening.